It's just how we do things around here, Lisa. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Well... All right, welcome in, everybody. The Golden League Now off-season podcast. It is the usual wrecking crew, Steve Bonham, Neil Smith. Neil, how you doing? How's the summer going? It's going good. Going good. We're finally we're finally cutting through the tree hole on the summer lack of sports. Baseball's back, <laughs> and it's finally starting to matter. And uh, and now we're finally nine days away from training camp and actual meaningful football things starting to happen. Yeah, getting back to it. So it's the podcast that's been a long time coming. We we promised this to Superfan Brian a while ago, and I'm sure he's just sitting there scratching his arm until it's been bleeding for a while now. So. Sorry, Brian. We gotta we gotta get your fix in now. But the uh, how has Brian been getting up. through work without us in the drinking game? Reruns, reruns. That, that I mean, gotta be. It's gotta be just going back over and over. Shows that have already happened. But uh, we have we have a lot to get to today for an off season podcast, and it's mostly because we're jamming you know seven months of news into one short hour. So first and foremost, uh, me and Neil want to show our greatest appreciation to Brett. For a, a great season he provided for us uh, to kind of do a, a Wizard of Oz peel back of the curtain, if you will, uh, in the uh, in the eleventh hour. Basically, we had an open slot, and Brett was willing to step up and take that position. But we all knew it was not going to be a long term thing. He just wanted to fill in for one year, and he did a did a good job doing so. So we appreciate Brett taking the time out to join us for a season. But Brett has decided to move on. And with that, we have added our 33rd member in league history, and that member is none other than Miss Lisa Winnig. Lisa, welcome aboard. Congratulations. She is number 33 on your scorecard, but number one in your hearts, and she is, of course, our first female participant in the league. So congratulations to her for joining and for being number one. For being number one. We did have... uh... A long time ago, David's... They did it. The ladies did it. <laughs> we did have David's wife making the, the principal decisions for his team for a while there. But this is the first uh, lady we've ever had that's the official, you know, not not just running David's team. Cause... Yeah, she was the official GM of his team, making all the important decisions. But, yeah, yeah, Lisa actually owning the team and, yeah. and running it herself, yes. Well, she kind of ran it like Scott McLuhan because she kept a kicker. So, uh <laughs> But uh, I was, you know, I was gonna say, the, is the is the irony lost on you that like the one female leadership position we've had before was Missy, and she was just you know running the team, and her like most famous decision was to keep a kicker, and now with the rules the way they are, as a new team, Lisa is forced to keep a kicker in her first year. <laughs> Does that is anyone no, else find irony, that ironic, or is that just it, me? No, it's definitely ironic. It's uh, except the the, the only thing that, that that saves it is one one of these one this person is being forced to do something and one person chose to do something. So that is the key yeah. critical difference there in those two scenarios is that in one Lisa's person was case, like she's being obligated to do so, yeah. but in Missy's she thought it was a good idea. David Akers, so. ladies and gentlemen, David Akers, cut to David yeah. Akers somewhere on the beach. Just all. hey, hey, what? What? Why me? Yeah. My life's hard enough. Big right? fan I don't of the need... show, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, I'm sure he's listening. Shout out to David. Of course, yeah. So other news throughout the league. We had Eric Chuprin, as you all know, very famously, 1-10 last season, worst season of all time. And uh, 
the uh, the built-in excuse he's going to use for that is he was busy, but th- that's fair. That's you know he's got a lot going on. He's getting married this coming year, so he's planning that new job he started last year. So he's had a ton going on. And uh, for those of you that didn't already know, Eric had a behind-the-scenes job as our VP of the league and football operations, which sounds a lot more glamorous of a position than it really is. If but it was a paying position, I would argue it would be <laughs> a lot more glamorous. Exactly. But basically, it's uh, it's the checks and balances. So whenever there's a trade or any kind of situation that involves me, as the commissioner, I can't really rule on it. I need someone else to step in, and that was Eric's role, was to kind of be the independent third party of any situation I might get into. But last year, with him being so busy and not being around as much, he uh, kind of fell behind a little bit on a couple of things. So we talked about it, and he uh, he, he decided to step down as our uh, VP of football operations, so with the uh, the vacancy as commissioner, I decided to promote Mr. Neil Smith, our co-host of the podcast. Congratulations, Neil, to have the least glamorous job in the league being basically the babysitter of me and all the actions I do. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. One would argue that that's been my job for a very long time. It's very and fair. Now but now it's official. Yeah. To go along with it. And uh, yeah, You've been my babysitter for years, but now you just have to officially be my babysitter. Right. Exactly. But I want to thank Eric because Eric, for the longest time, has done a fantastic job. And with his new Absolutely. role of basically college football analytics, uh, hard for him, I know, on the weekends especially, to be present and accounted for all the time for this type of thing. So uh, done a great job over the years, and I'm, uh, but I am, I am happy to be doing this. So I'm looking forward to continuing to pretty much do what I've already <laughs> been doing. <laughs> Yes, the main reason it came up with the discussion between me and Eric, uh, when I was going through my postseason notes, and this was about mid-January to early February, of all the trades, transactions, everything going on in the league, uh, I noticed a discrepancy in the draft pick trade board, and it very specifically involves you, Kevin Sandman, and Kevin McCarthy. So uh, the, the incident in question as I've already talked about with the three of you, is that Sandman made a trade with Kevin McCarthy, trading his own 10th round pick to get Kevin's 6th, and then about a week later agreed to another deal with you to get your 8th round pick for his 10th round pick, which he had already traded. Now, again, I always say keep track of your own draft board, but at the same time as commissioner, it's on me to double-check all of that and watch what everybody's doing. So I didn't notice it at the time. Sandman didn't notice it at the time. You clearly didn't notice that he had already given up his 10th-round pick. And it was well past the season, like I already said at this point, so there was really no way to go back and fix it. So as a result, I, uh, I had to go through and make a new rule. I went over several different variations of the rule, in my head and on paper and worked them all out in different ways, but basically to make sure that this doesn't happen again. And then if it does, you know, we have a, a set system in place to kind of fix it and to punish the person who has made the mistake of not knowing their own draft board because Zanman was new to the league last year. So obviously we don't blame him for, not knowing everything about his whole draft board and keeping track of everything. But like I said, 
in, in my mind and in my eyes, it's always everyone's own responsibility to at least know their own draft board. Knowing yeah. everybody's draft board is difficult enough, but knowing your own should be easy. So the new rule in place is whether a trade is offered to you or just accepted by you, uh, by someone else, I should say, if a player completes a trade involving a draft pick they no longer possess, the trade still processes and the offending team will pay a draft pick one round higher. That one round higher draft pick will be moved down in the draft behind the originally promised pick. So in this example that we're using here, Kevin McCarthy traded his sixth to get Sandman's tenth. The second trade that happened was uh, you, Neil, traded your eighth to get Sandman's tenth again. So what will happen is Sandman will lose his ninth round pick as punishment for not knowing his own draft board. And then on the draft board itself, that ninth round pick will now move down and slot behind the original 10th round pick that Kevin McCarthy is inheriting. So when we all go through this, when we get to the ninth round, it'll basically just skip over what should have been Sandman's ninth round pick, and then it'll go down, Kevin will pick in Sandman's 10th round spot, you'll pick next, and then we'll continue on with the normal draft order. Right, so this is the cleanest way that we could fix it, and I'll be clear, everyone else has already talked about this, and we all agreed to yes. it. So this was, the, and that's the way we have to legislate going forward. We also all agreed because it's not really possible for everyone to keep track of their draft board and then 11 other draft boards. If you're just, you know, even for people that are hardcore, it's a lot to keep on your plate and it's going to get muddled further by something we'll talk about later in the show. So that's kind of why we're bringing this up at the front end. Just make sure moving forward that you always know your own draft board. If you're going to make a draft pick deal and just make sure that you don't, promise the same pick twice because ultimately you will pay this same penalty because it's not fair to penalize anybody else for these mistakes you have to keep track of your own house and your own draft board and uh the other thing is too that's also part of the reason why i'm happy to keep doing the vp thing now officially because that's the other reason why we have a backup person like this because exactly if it goes yes. through to make sure if i do miss something like that in the future then it's on neil to to catch that i've missed it so I will be monitoring the draft pick trading a lot more closely for everyone going forward and not just me. So that way, if anything like this ever happens again, uh, we'll catch it before it gets to off season like we did this year. And I'd also like to point out that this was the first and only time that this has ever happened. We've Correct. Been doing yes. draft We've been doing this before. since 2010. So this was the seventh year of, of draft pick trading, and it's the first time that we actually missed one. So Yeah. And we also had a huge like number said, of moves. Yes, this was this the year. highest was volume we've ever had as well. So, yeah. So now I'm going to be and, definitely. And as I said, track. it's definitely it was an accident. Nobody intended to do this, but the rule is in place like this as well, just to prevent anyone from trying to intentionally take advantage of the system going forward. Which, right. as I said, exactly. we've never had that issue before, and I don't expect us to have it again. But this is a just in case because we don't. You know, not necessarily the 12 people we have right now will be the 12 people going forward. We could bring in a real asshole going forward. Who knows? I mean, you, you never know what will happen. But I mean, we don't know how Lisa plays. Maybe Lisa's a horrible <laughs> human being, and she's got me duped this whole time. I'd also like to point out, worst – this <laughs> – she, she should almost be borderline offended by her entry into this because what did we do? We said, welcome to the league – first female owner and then we compared her to the only other reference point we have for this which is the, the keeping of the kicker so 
First of all, I'd like to point out that there is no offense. This could be the fastest we've ever had to publicly apologize to an owner in the league. I mean, she's been in the league for what? Like, by these standard 20 minutes? Yeah. 20 minutes. But also, I'd like to point out, it's good that you get this now because you just get a sense of our general level of mediocrity. Exactly. This way, it's not, you're not, you're getting your expectations set at the appropriate level for us. Right on. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this way, you know, going forward, wow, these guys are really stupid. And then, yeah, they're, you know, they couldn't even welcome someone to the league without offending them. Wow. That, exactly. <laughs> it's just how we do things around here, Lisa. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Well, <laughs> you chose this. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, with that in mind, we wanted to give you some updates on upcoming dates for this season that you should definitely know. First and foremost, coming up here uh, most quickly is on 8-5 at 5 p.m. Central Time. So that is a Saturday. What would that be? Like a couple weeks from now? Two, two, three weeks? Just about? Eight, five. Um, yeah, just Almost about three weeks. Yeah, so 8-5, that is our annual draft lottery. So as a reminder for those that forgot how that works this year, the new system is all the playoff teams are already slotted in in their order, 6 through 1 at the end. And then the six teams that, well, the five teams that missed the playoffs and the one new team all get ping-pong ball entries into the cage for the draft pick lottery. They get pulled out, and then you have five minutes to select your draft pick. And then after those six teams have selected their draft pick, uh, it goes on to the playoff teams, as I said, in order from six through one. So that'll be in a couple weeks here on 8-5. That's Saturday at 5 p.m. Central. Yeah, be by your phone. Yeah, just, just I, you know what the time is. Even if you're out doing something, I will send you a text message and I will tell you these are the picks that are gone you are on the clock. Make us choice. That's it. That's all you have to do. We say this, and then every year there's like three. And then every year there's a couple people that don't do it. Now remember, if you don't yeah. respond within the five minutes to me, then you automatically just get the highest pick available on the board. So you, I mean, you could end up with number one, two, or three, and be fine with that. But if you've traded your first round pick, you probably don't want one, two, or three. So fair. Yeah, I mean, the you also person probably that traded just don't want it, five but... anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So then after that, typically we do the two-week intervals. So then two weeks later would be the keeper deadline, and two weeks after that is the draft. Because of our new rules starting this year, remember, with the potential to trade players in between the draft lottery and the keeper deadline, we've decided to extend the keeper deadline back one more week to 826. So you actually have three weeks to decide who your keeper is going to be, which will allow you more time to evaluate not only your own players and own team, but also the values available on the other teams and uh, what you might potentially want to trade for. I will be sending out the uh, Excel file on that again for those of you that missed it or if you're Lisa weren't in the league last year. And Lisa, just remember, this doesn't apply to you. You still have to take a kicker in defense. So ignore this whole part of the podcast. This just doesn't... You know what? And for for sanity's sake, just ignore the first half too, because that was just you know. <laughs> just don't listen to this. Actually, you know what? Yeah, it's better. Just forget this all happened. It's okay. No, never play this again. Yeah. <laughs> Pass this part. Burn. Pass it. this. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, for everyone else, you could trade players up until the keeper deadline of eight twenty six. Yes, and twofold. But why we decided to do this? One is don't want to get people into a situation where in week three 
your guy out there in preseason rolls up his leg and is out for the whole year and you've already had to lock your keeper and now you've got Jordy Nelson or somebody like that just sitting on your IR slot for the whole year. It's really not what you signed up for. So we're giving you the best possible window that we can allow to make informed decisions and hopefully avoid injuries and all that stuff. And then the other side of it is to really want to stress that new rule that we put through where you can trade draft picks in the offseason to acquire personnel. So if you don't like your keepers, and I've, I'm working on putting together something I've been going through, there are certain teams that I would think might want to improve in that arena. And there are a lot of teams that have players they couldn't possibly So Why not float out an offer? Why not package together a couple couple picks to get to get something that could be a keeper for you that might turn the tide of the season potentially? Oh, sorry, I was drinking my beer. Yeah, totally. That makes complete sense. And then with the uh, the deadline being extended, you also have to remember that that will then decrease your amount of time between the keeper deadline and the draft, which right now we have tentatively penciled in as 9-3 that Sunday before the season starts. If anyone has an objection to 9-3, please let me know. Otherwise, that will be our our date and our typical time of 5 p.m. Central. Yes, and as of right now, like I told you, 9-3 is perfect. So we'll just, I'm good with that. I'm good with it. Uh, And then the one other thing we wanted to mention in terms of, you know, updated news, uh, not just for us, but all ESPN scoring. Of course, we use the ESPN format. The ESPN has updated the new defense and special teams scoring for this season. So one of the major complaints we've all had before is you've got the Bengals defense and Andy Dalton throws a pick six and it counts against your defense. Your defense and special teams wasn't on the field. Why are you getting penalized? Well, from now on, you won't be. So the new rule is in order for the points to count against your defense and special teams, your defense and special teams have to be on the field. Exactly. So obviously, that being said, if Somebody runs a punt back, or somebody runs a kickoff back. strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, ESPN has been hounded for this for a long time. Because I know other yes, outlets, exactly. other outlets don't, you know, they took that out a long time ago. And uh, so this year they're officially making that correction. But yeah, obviously, if your special teams is on the field, so punts, kicks, any of that stuff, block extra points that go back, all that still counts against you. It's just specifically to if Philip Rivers decides that he's Philip Rivers with two minutes to go against, you know, anybody, frankly, and he throws that game losing interception, you're not also going to get you're not going to get penalized if for some reason you were playing the Chargers defense, which I don't know. Why you like that? You like that? Kurt likes that, at least. Kurt likes it. A lot of people like it. A lot of people are happy by this. And then the other one is it's not really related to us because we've always been PPR, and uh, Steve and I are the PPR truthers, actually, that have been for the longest time Hallelujah. demanding demanding that everyone Praise play PPR. PPR. Praise be. And uh, ESPN finally, very quietly this year, under the radar, didn't want to talk about it because they're the last holdout on this of the standard is the only way to play fantasy football argument. And they actually this year have decided that PPR will be their new standard. And they announced yes. this by... Thank you, sir. <laughs> and we did not get our public apology that we wanted, by the way, no, that we were still lobbying looking for. for it. Still looking for that apology after all those years. But yeah, all the content that you see on fantasy football now, the daily ranking, or excuse me, the weekly rankings, uh, the projections, that's all going to be now rooted in PPR. 
So a lot of that stuff that people have been trying to use for years on there that you got to kind of massage it a little bit to get it to PPR. Right. Well, now it's all going to be PPR for you. So that's very good news. And if you play in any other leagues, by the way, on ESPN, you should check with the people that run your other leagues about what's going on. Because I guarantee you there's going to be somebody that on week one is going to be playing PPR and going to be really <laughs> sick to their stomach. Completely confused as to why. Yeah. As to, yeah, not know why. But also, and uh, I'd like to thank Daily, Daily Fantasy, making <laughs> this possible. Mommy! Shout out to all the people at DraftKings and FanDuel for making for making ESPN uh, cave, because uh, this Great was like cave, Christmas. Homie. Exactly. Thank you, Randy. Yeah. Thank you. Uh-huh. He knows. He knows what it's all about. Well, uh, it wouldn't be uh, any Golden League podcast that we did without a uh, Go Bears! random Bears rant. So let's just get into this, Neil. I mean, we're, we're not going to do a ton of off-season stuff, and, you know, projections going forward, but Jesus, tap dancing Christ. We couldn't do anything without mentioning the Bears and what the hell's going on. So All right, hold on, might hold on, real, hold on, real. Kevin, 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 skip this part. Just, we'll, we'll yeah, tell you we, when you can start listening again. We got some more yeah, announcements at the back. end. Yep. I'll, 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 I'll throw to you when you can come back in, okay? Just, just, that's, that's... <laughs> That'll be... All right, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Okay, he's logged off by now. All right, good. All right, we're good. Yes, so we have the, uh, the Mike Lennon signing, which we all thought, okay, whatever. He's Mike Lennon, he's meh, he's okay, but he's not Jay Cutler, so sure. New era in Bears quarterback. And then they come out, and they trade up a spot in the draft. And we're like, oh, man, they must have some defender like Solomon Thomas they really love. And right. then they take Mitch Trubitsky. They just go full retard, and they decide to take uh, another quarterback on top of the quarterback that they've already signed because Bears. Why not? And also, on top of Bears! Fighting dumpster fires. Mm-hmm. Take a drink, Brian. The, uh, In event. the whole thing was made worse by the fact that you found out the next day that they had invited Mike Glennon to the draft in Philadelphia to be a representative of the team exactly. ostensibly as their starting quarterback. I don't even know. That's got to be just gut-wrenching to be standing there signing autographs and shaking hands and talking to people and watch your replacement for next season get taken right there. And not exactly. even be told You're Mike that Glennon that was going to happen. At the draft party, and then Ryan Pace just comes out on the stage and says, Good news, everyone. And then all of a sudden you're replaced. That's it. You're just done. Yeah. Give me the other half of that, but Uh-oh. I don't like the sound of that. There it is. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. That was Mike Glennon's reaction. That's yeah, Mike exactly. Glennon. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Glennon. Yes. Thank you, sir. There's also another thing that that character says that he, uh, I think Mike Glennon might have been thinking <laughs> involved biting a part of his anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And, yeah. uh, yeah. So, Can't it just, it's all. Do. <laughs> Ryan Pace would enjoy that too much. This, this was horrible. I was hoarse for days from the amount of screaming that happened at my television. They might have heard me in Philadelphia about to open my windows, because it, this. I it want made no winners! <sighs> we all do. It made no sense. It just, we, it just is reopening the old wound. It made no sense for them to, to do this with Mike Glennon, who, I think you and I are both on record. It's like, yeah, Mike Glennon. Sure. Yeah. It's sure, not, not. It's like Brian Hoyer. You, you know, you kind of know what you're getting. It's not exactly. great, but he, he passes the what I call the Ryan Palco uh, NFL level of quarterback competency test. Sure. Can right. he snap the ball? Can he throw the ball? Can he call any kind of audible to save his life? It, it, Mike Glennon can do some of that stuff, despite looking like a giraffe. You play to win the game. Despite what and, Herm says, yes, exactly. he plays okay. But, I all, but we also watched, I mean, it's a little bit different because they don't have Elshon Jeffrey anymore and they got some other issues. But, I mean, look, Pat Barkley is not good at football. 
I watched him try. So, and you're so far away from winning. That why mortgage everything on a kid from UNC that's played 13 college games? And, I mean, you brought up a great point. You want to win, right? That's the goal, isn't it? Like, you, you're focused you on would winning. Hope. You like, would hope. So you invest your top draft pick in Trubisky. You put your off-season money into Glennon. You still have a dumpster fire of an offensive line. Sorry, Brian. And you lose your top wide receiver. You've got no real receiving core to speak about except for the trash that other teams got rid of. Yeah, how excited can you be about Marcus Wheaton, whose hand looks like... Hey, Victor Cruz is going to salsa like three times this year. Yeah, and then get hurt, unfortunately. I'm sorry, Victor. I'm sorry. I should have said that. (laughs) (laughs) He's already dead. Exactly. And then you you got Cameron Meredith. Which, mm-hmm. okay, fine. But, I mean, look, realistically, this and this is what brought up the other discussion we had, may, th- this turned into 90% of our draft night. On oh, yeah. Night one. Would Absolutely. you agree with that? About 90%? Oh, yeah. So the Bears, have they eclipsed the Browns as the new Browns? Are <laughs> they the new dumpster fire of the NFL? Now, look, this was well before the fact that the Jets got more horrendous than they already are. So they're yeah, competing about the fact fiercely. That the Jets just then intentionally tanked like the 76ers. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're that's full the only out way I going for that. the number one pick because they want Sam Darnold. And then Sam Which Darnold will stay for his senior season at USC. And then right. Just... However, even if you don't get Sam Darnold, I can talk about five other guys coming out at QB next year that they may not be Sam Darnold but they're going to be better than anybody they have on their roster. And that was the most puzzling part, which is why we talked about this being the Bears being the new Browns, was because the whole they signed Mike Glennon to be the new quarterback, right? That was your quarterback. Yeah, it's a two-year year. deal, but it's really a one-year and deal. everyone said that this was the worst quarterback draft class they had seen in years. The worst. And the Bears traded up to get a quarterback. Only the Browns would make that type of move, and it's the Bears we're talking about doing it, which is my whole argument for them being the new Browns right there. They refuse to make any off-season improvements. The one improvement they, quote-unquote, improvement they made was signing Mike Glennon, and then they used their top pick in the draft to get another quarterback for no reason. Yep. And then the rest of their draft, by the way, just to go through it, I mean, the rest of the draft isn't really that suspect. There's some questionable stuff in there. Make, make, Make no mistake. I mean, you drafted a running back, who played at, like, Louisiana AT. And I watched him catch those footballs doing backflips on the Bears, you know, Instagram or whatever that was. And that was really athletic. I'm not going to lie. Really cool. He's standing there, and he catches two footballs, one in each hand, doing a backflip, and he's he can do it, like, with one hand. Do it in a game. Do that in pad. That ain't helping me. You are five foot five. Like, and I know that that's not, a you know, like, a prerequisite. You look tiny. I mean, they say you're, like, 5'8 on their draft card. I, okay. Maybe in cleats. And, yeah. uh... And, and he's and that, that that was like one of the nice value picks they got. And then they went and got Adam Shaheen, the project tight end, to go with the rookie quarterback. I like that move Mommy. a little bit because Adam Shaheen was a he was all over the Denver media out here because they wanted him to go with Paxton Lynch because he's a huge guy and he can run and he can block. The, the rest of it is just like second rate guys and defenders and maybe you'll get lucky and hit on some of it because they did have a lot of picks this year, but cannot win with them. No, and then you cut Tracy Porter in the offseason, who was your only corner. Yeah, you take your number one DB and you cut him for financial We were reasons. screaming because it was so ridiculous for to Go watch Bears! them. 
to watch them trade up to take a guy that you probably could have had at three anyway if you wanted him. Exactly. When we were so sure they were going up to go get that that guy out of LSU, that safety. And uh, Jamal Adams, the safety, is the one you're talking about. Yeah, something. Something like that. Or or Solomon Thomas, like you're saying, like to get an anchor somewhere. And, uh, no, they go get the quarterback and just wasting money all over the place. And, yeah, so here's the thing about the whole new Browns thing, because I actually agree with you. They are on their way to becoming the new Browns. Because you watch the other side of that. They are who we thought they were. You watch the other side of that draft, and you've got the Browns that are actually look like they are on a different trajectory. Finally, they still don't have a quarterback, but at least yeah, you can make sense of the draft. Yeah, that's kind of what sparked the, uh, the the conversation is because well, wait a minute, the the Browns seem competent. What's going on here? And then they improved their offensive line and made decent offseason additions. And like, wait a minute, did the Browns just become a better front office than the Bears? What? What? We're working that way. He needs his brain. He's going to float around forever saying, do what now? Do what now? That's just Ryan Pace just sitting there it's in, Ryan in the Pace. office. It is Ryan Pace. Do what now? But it's, it's completely, it's just so telling to watch. At least the Browns have, like, Hugh Jackson, a coach that I think, I think still can coach, as opposed to John Fox, who I think is going to be forcibly retired Man. in the next year. And the only way, we talk about this too, the only way those guys save their jobs at this point is if either they somehow make the playoffs this year. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Exactly. You kidding me? Thanks. Playoffs? Perfect. And <laughs> the other thing that could do it is if, and we know this is coming, either Mike Glennon gets hurt or is somehow mysteriously benched for Mitchell Trubisky at this point, who comes in oh, down no. the second half of the year and wins, <laughs> what, four games? Five? What, how many I do you think it is? winners. <laughs> But that's the thing. He's going to have to get yeah. it done with whatever's left of our mash unit receiver core of old guys and, and retreads and guys that the Titans didn't even want. Go Bears! Who did the Titans – who did they get for the Titans, Steve? I know you know who I'm Kendall talking Wright. about. Yeah, Kendall Wright. Yeah. Hasn't been good since 2012. That's right. We'll pay Kendall yeah. Wright. And He's we'll Kendall get Marcus right. Wheaton. He's all right. We'll get Marcus Wheaton, He's who Kendall couldn't even right. take over that Steelers job with Martavis Bryant out for the year. So, great. So it's Cameron Meredith and Zach Miller for however many weeks. That, that's good. So, that's it. And Jordan Howard will do the rest. The Bears just look like they're mired in, in garbage because you've made so many sacrifices to get Trubisky here with all the draft pick trades you had to do and all the moves you had to make. And then you're going to get fired anyway at the end of the year. So someone new is going to have to come in. And then they're going to have to come in and make sense of all the garbage that they've inherited. And then they're probably going to fail and someone else. And that's how you become the Browns. Yep, exactly. That's how you, you do it. think you are, I am. <laughs> That's right, Pete Weber. That's right. I am, yep. Who do you think you are, I am. <laughs> exactly. No, so, yeah, so, that's it's the, the depressing the saga of draft night for the Chicago Sad Bears. Sad reality that they're the new Browns. Man. But we'll find out. We'll find out because I'm predicting another Bears season. They go 0-8, and they win a game, and then it's Trubitsky. And then for some stupid reason, their schedule gets so easy at the end that they're going to somehow win three games at the end of the year to go 4-12 and 12 and not get the top draft pick again. Yeah, exactly. And then since this is the quarterback draft, they're going to go all defense and secondary. Of course, yeah. And the for best defensive the... draft in years was this season, yep. and they went all offense. So yep. next year, when it's a great offensive draft, they'll go all defense and continue to just suck. 
for years and decades to come. And that's how you are the new bronze. Go Bears! <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. Are we done? Yeah, that's it. I've had enough. All right, all right. We gotta. Yeah, no, we can't. We're we're now beating that dead horse. Go ahead. Welcome Kevin back to the show. I was just gonna say, Kevin, Kevin, can you hear me? All right. It's the official. You can come back now. All right. Don't don't listen to that other part though, because it's not. Frankly, you were there for some of it, so you just you don't you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to relive that. So three, two, one. All right. <laughs> And with that, we move on to uh, our major show announcements for the uh, the rest of the podcast. So uh, first, I, I want to go ahead and, and thank uh, everyone for listening to this off-season episode. You're, you're truly dedicated if you're listening to a fantasy football podcast in the middle of July. We said that about our January podcast after the season was well done. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we got some good stuff out of Tony for that one. But uh, yeah, you, you're you're uber dedicated if you're uh, you're listening to the July one if you're not in the league. So uh, yeah, or if you're listening you to this there. in like September, right before the draft. Thank you. <laughs> well, you've missed a ton of stuff if you're not listening to this till, till September. Yeah, but you might be you might just be starting off. And you're like, oh, this is how I'll catch up. I'll just go through. Yeah, I'll just go. I'll just go through some of these. No, we do have a couple things to announce. So uh, a couple things for me. First off, on a on a personal level, you know, we've had a couple of different things that have. Uh, that have changed in my life uh, personally in terms of you know my my full time job. Believe it or not, I don't do this on a on a full time basis. This is only a, a part time hobby for for me and Neil. I know that may be surprising with how much time and dedication we put into it. <laughs> with my I don't know. Uh, I think I think they might have thought you were getting paid because I'm constantly uh, trying to fish for you to pay. <laughs> <this is> very, <laughs> maybe very maybe they were maybe they were thinking like Steve just keeps all the money it's himself all the love. but no it's it's all the love we yeah. don't make any money doing this exactly yeah with my uh with my full-time position no longer here in Illinois and uh with the situation going on here in Illinois and the disaster this state has become just say it Steve just say it. we can just we can just say it it's a dumpster fire it's a dumpster fire yeah, yeah. dumpster no, fire dump, dumpster Ryan, fire dumpster fire yeah oh god dumpster fire no, me and my wife have made the uh, the decision to move down to Texas to be closer to uh, to some of that family, and it's a much better environment for all of us to uh, to be in. And we're, we're very excited about that move. We have it coming up here in a couple of weeks. So uh, relocating all of our stuff, my whole like studio and headquarters and everything here, it's quite the uh, the task. But uh, we're looking forward to it. So that's uh, consuming my life at this point. One of the things I'm excited to announce as well is. Um, I've accepted a position as of May. Uh, some of you saw it already and congratulated me on Twitter, but uh, I accepted a position with uh, Pro Football Focus, our friends over at uh, PFF. So, we yes, thank you, PFF. Thank you. Yes, uh, we love their congratulations and again formally. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to start a new job with them, and uh, I'll be working hand in hand with them. I'll be able to use their stats and everything here. I was gonna say, tell the people so, what's in it for them. We get a yeah, exactly. we get a proper data set to play with, folks. So it'll it's a boost for everything we do here and the information we provide. With that, however, me and Neil, you know, have have worked together on this and have made the uh, very extremely difficult decision to uh, end Golden League now. And this is our last Golden League Now podcast. Like I said, I, I want to thank all the fans for everything that have done. We should have had hope. sad violins. I told you we should have got really <laughs> sad violins for this part, but all right. Yeah. Uh-oh, I don't like the sound of that. Yeah, that's what everybody's <laughs> saying out there right now. But don't worry, it's it's not all negative, it's not all good news, because the, uh, the reason we've decided to end 
The, not uh, all bad news. Did I say good news? You didn't say oh, good I'm, news. I'm sorry. It's not, it's not all bad news there. Sorry. No, it's not all bad news getting rid of Golden Link now because me and Neil have made the decision to uh, to join up and we are launching our own fantasy football website. It'll be called uh, importantnonsense.com. We're extremely excited about it. And, uh, you know, each of us will be providing an article each week uh, about our own take on the NFL and fantasy football in general. And with that, we will also be starting our own Important Nonsense podcast, which will be right. replacing the Golden League Now that you are currently listening to. It'll be a slight format change from what you're used to, but it's still the same nonsense and ridiculousness from the two of us, from the commission, the Rage Monkey. So, I mean, you have us still in your ears whenever you want to listen to it it'll just be under a new name and uh we're we're extremely excited to uh be launching this uh in a couple uh couple of weeks here getting close yeah a couple weeks we're starting to put together the finishing touches for the content for everyone to enjoy and read and everything like that so i think everybody's going to love the new website so just a couple liner notes all the podcasts are going to keep living there so it'll be a one-stop shop for everything as much of the two of us as you can possibly stand and uh the other nice thing about it is too uh, we spend a lot of time on this show, or have previously, we talk about history of this league on this show quite a bit. And sometimes I get people saying, like, you know, that's nice, but I have no way of knowing any of this. Like, it's it's not stuff that's available. Well, now, for the first time, we'll actually have the cumulative stats for everybody. So, Correct. yes, you know, yeah, wins, we, uh, losses, points, all that good stuff. When we started the Golden League Now podcast, you and me, this past year, um, I actually mentioned on the show, I brought up the possibility of starting a website and then looked into it, and it was just a lot of you know effort and work to do in the middle of the season. Now, with the two of us doing this, we, we just felt like it was you know perfect timing to, to line it all up and have our own Golden League section on the website so you can see the history, you can see the current standings, you can see the schedule, in addition to you know articles from me and Neil, as Neil, you know, alluded to before, uh, talking about his article with the upcoming uh, pre-deadline trading and and that stuff, and then I'll do my uh, my regular all bust team from the previous season's draft, so you can all be shamed publicly on that. You loved that. So Always much a fan last favorite. Year, so uh, yeah, we're we're extremely excited about this new venture we're going into, and uh, we we hope you come along with us for sure. Yes, please. Again, it's importantnonsense.com and. Those of you that are actually in the league and will be playing will be getting considerably more information about where to go, any logins or anything that may be required, anything like that. Right. How to use it to your advantage. Exactly. How to use it to your advantage, because one of the things that we're going to do that we've already discussed is we've always tried to get people to use the trade block on the website, and ESPN, for whatever reason, decides to bury the trade block like deep in the bowels of their website, and it's ridiculous. And no one can use it because no one can find it. And so what we're actually going to do is put together a section of the website, which is an area where people can effectively put their own trade block together. So that way, if you want to see who's looking for what, it's one-stop shop, and it'll be front and center on the actual uh, website. So that way everybody can get can get to it conveniently. And uh, we know that's something people have wanted for a long time. So especially with the advent of the personnel draft pick trading situation that we're doing for this offseason. When we get it up and running, please use that because that will help everybody communicate a lot more efficiently. That way you don't have to worry about checking your email or maybe I didn't get that text from so-and-so, right. uh, all that good stuff. 
And also, yeah, check out that article that I'm going to put together because there's a lot of – I went through – I've already started doing it. I've gone through a lot of people's rosters. There are definitely some people that are in various situations from maybe you don't have a whole lot of front-end draft picks anymore to just people that, for whatever reason, maybe you were selling pretty aggressively down the stretch of last year and you didn't necessarily hold on to guys that you're really excited about as your keeper. So there are some opportunities that are on people's rosters for other people to improve and everybody to get a little bit better. Again, we're, we're extremely excited about it, importantnonsense.com, and uh, we hope all of you will be able to come along with us. With that in mind, we'll have a new theme, a new outro, a couple you know new songs to place here and there. We're we're really looking forward. We've pieced a bunch of it together. We're, we're right on the edge of uh, being able to do all this. We'll have another podcast up and running for you in a couple of weeks. For those in the league, I'll alert you of it. I'll have it on Twitter for anyone that follows me there. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Extremely excited, to say the least. So anything else you want to add, Neil, one last time? Uh, no, just keep it here. Training camp in nine days. And uh, as soon as everything is up and running from a technology standpoint on our end, we will have links to our new show, links to articles, and we're going to kick 2017 NFL season off right. One last time for Golden League Now. For uh, Neil, I'm Steve. Catch you next time, everybody. See, sad violence. <laughs> <laughs> sad violence. Yeah. I said the Joker is the one